Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when we sign up for a new account. Pick of the week for you. Don't bet on the abs, apparently. Uh, you can, right now, get a free $5 same game parlay for the NBA with DraftKings. Literally free. They're just giving you a free $5 bet. So pick whatever you want is the pick of the week with a free $5 Go get yourself some money. Have some fun. Play with that. You also get 200 bucks if you sign up with a new account and bet $5 on any NBA team, and they win. So get in on that deal. Then you have tons of money to not feel so bad when the ads blow games. Yeah, they didn't really blow this game. They never played. It's not fair to say they beat this game. Uh, what I will say is I'm going to set some ground rules right now. Is it reasonable to be upset with the way the ads played in this game? Absolutely. You can be mad about this game. Is it reasonable to be concerned about this entire season? No. No. Don't. You should not be concerned about the rest of the regular season. It's like Groundhog's Day if you're if you're this mad right now because this is how the Avs started last year. Actually, they started worse last year. Was it worse last year? Were they one in three? I forget. I can't remember. But it was not good at the beginning of the season. You can't really judge a team right now i agree and go look at the standings look at the teams and where they're at and then tell me if that's going to be what it's going to look like at the end of the year look if you actually think the abs are going to look like they looked in this game for the rest of the season i don't think you know the colorado avalanche (laughs) i mean there's been yeah there was some bad bad hockey being played by top line players tonight from the colorado avalanche full stop so we'll get into it I'm sure we'll be upset with the way the Avs played, but don't oversell it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Megan, first period. Well, actually, hold on, hold on. We we have to do a 60-second rundown. I forgot we didn't assign this, so I guess I'll just do it. Let's give it to Blaine. No. <laughs> God, no. Blaine, I, you're up. I got <laughs> it. I got it. All right. Three, two, one. First period, weirdly the best period of the hockey game for the Avs. They got outshot slightly, but honestly played quite well. Had a good penalty kill. Had numerous grade-A chances. Just could not get the puck to go. Particularly the second line tonight was probably the Avs' best line in full. Uh, 0-0 after the first. The second period, the Avs forgot to show up. (laughs) They were down 2-0 five minutes into the second and put themselves in a hole that... 
it's just too hard to win hockey games from that. I know it's happened like 40 times this season or something insane, <laughs> but it's just too hard to do that on a consistent basis and come back and win games. The Avs do claw it back eventually, though. They get one in the second period and the other one relatively early in the third, which we'll talk about a lot. And they just can't get it over the finish line. After a, a solid game from Frankie, he gives up a terrible softie and the Avs lose 3-2. Not bad. He held, held it in the 60 seconds. Nice. All right, Megan, first period. Do you want to start with the good or the bad? Let's start with the good. It might be a quicker. Okay. <laughs> uh, despite not scoring tonight, Alex Newhook good. looked great. And then you combine that with Evan Rodriguez getting on the board. Val Nachushkin, another two-point night. Uh, to me, it feels like the second line is this close. To really getting there, but how do you feel about it? No, it did feel like it was a step in the right direction, especially for Newhook tonight, you know, playing with confidence too. I know that he, he takes a penalty, I think, either in the first or the second too, but I think it's be a reflection of playing as hard as he was too. Um, and Rodriguez also being able to finish is an important quality that we need to see of him too. So, you know, the expectation for the second line has been that this is going to come together and second lines, especially with a new player like Rodriguez, aren't built in a day. And so felt like a step in the right direction. I love to see that in a young player like Newhook too, appearing more confident. Yep. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I thought Newhook played great in the first period. He was flying around the ice, right? Yep. And I thought he had some great chances in front of the net. He had one where he made a great move. Had it on his backhand, just had to elevate it. Unfortunately, couldn't do it and just put it into the pad. Yep. Those are the things right now that Newhook has to work on. Like, looking great, just can't finish right now. Like, we've seen it in a few games here where he's just, he's got to the front of the net. He's got scoring chances, and the shot selection's just not there right now. So that's something that he's got to work on, and maybe that'll come through, and that's something where when they get a little bit more time and space as they're working as a line, that will come. So... Not concerned about that second line right now. They're looking pretty good. My one question for you is, can Val be the driver there? We saw it happen tonight. He picks up the two assists, finally getting a little bit of that five-on-five -five play rolling. Is he the guy for that line to push it forward? I'm really feeling it more and more because even how Val played in the Jets game with Miko specifically, those two were reading off of each other very well and they weren't playing on a line together. And it yeah. just seems like Nichushkin is in a place to elevate any line that he is on. And so that seems like a boost that you want to see on a new hook and Rodriguez line. If we were to see that reconvene for an, another game moving forward. And to that point, we saw massive amount of blending <laughs> once this game kind of got away from the Hugely blended, right? Like Jason Megna, who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Blaze, you were looking at the fourth line played like five minutes. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, there's some bad time it was ice. weird so like Megna Couch just did not take shifts but Logan O'Connor was still playing right it, right. it was very massively blended and yeah I mean I can remember shifts with Val with the top line with the third line like he was all over the map tonight so we'll see exactly how those things shake out uh the other major positive and we're kind of skipping ahead of the first period here a little bit but uh, Bowen Byron was awesome in this hockey game i gets promoted to the top pairing and absolutely crushes it. Uh, graphics probably not ready, so we'll get back to him in a little bit. Um, kudos there all the way around to Bo. 
best defenseman. He, yeah, one-on-one to Burakovsky. Yep. Just worked him off easily, skillfully. It was awesome to see. You yep. knew the confidence He was, was there. the best defenseman on the avalanche and the best defenseman on the top line of defensemen because you right. Makar had a stinker of a game tonight. It was not good. And we're, we're headed into talking about the bad. So let's yeah. just start there. The good news of this bad news is you're not going to see a Kale McCarr play like this very often. Uh, he's way too good of a hockey player to be like, Oh no, Kale McCarr's <laughs> bad now. Uh, but, You've seen a little bit too much of the sloppiness, I guess is the way I would put it. Yes, he's still got the speed. He's flying through, but the puck's just getting away from him a little bit right now. I just, I want to ask you, like, what should they do? But the answer is you just keep playing Kale McCarr, right? Because we saw this last season, and we know his hand was a little bit yeah, busted yeah. up to start. And I'm praying that there's no injury-related reason for this, too. Even when he's not that visible or he's visible in the wrong ways, he still had four assists through the first three games. So Kale McCarr, not at his best, is still a really average defenseman (laughs) on other teams, and we're just so spoiled. Yeah, there's definitely a... You just hold him to that standard, though, right? right? Like, you've watched him play. You know his body of work. And what you're seeing right now is just not what you're expected from a Kale McCarr. Because, like, the, the passes aren't crisp either. They're not where they should be like and again we talked about this a little bit earlier in the in the pregame is that we've seen this before kale takes a little while to warm up throughout the season like it it takes him a little bit to get into his stride you you know right now he's struggling a little bit game 12 he'll probably be we'll be talking about him and he'll be king of the game every (laughs) other night so yeah nothing to worry about but right now it's just it's not fun to watch yeah it and, you know, the defense is still a little bit all over the place. Uh, EJ was brutal tonight. I don't have any good way to put that one on. <laughs> he hasn't. He's had some. <laughs> la- he's had some bad games. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I, you'd like to see him be able to stay on his skates <laughs> for a starter. And, he, you know, he got bailed out a couple of times by Pavel Francouz. Yeah. Um, who we will talk about in a little bit. We'll get to that goal in a minute. Uh, But first period on the whole, you guys feel the same way I do? Good enough? They endured it. They endured it. It was a good first period. I I didn't have any issues with the first period. In Seattle's favor, but they were definitely out shooting the avalanche and the Avs weren't doing much to challenge that in the first. But it was good enough. Yeah. Certainly better than the second period. Um, Oh, I, I, I'll let you guys take it away, or Megan, if you want to, since you weren't on the watch log. Anything redeemable from the first 10 minutes of that period? No. Like, <laughs> right, because I'm like, oh, Evan Rodriguez, like, that was pretty cool later. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that yeah, face pretty much sums that it up. That is the perfect <laughs> way. Let's end the pod now. That was great. That's how it was. I'm Rudo, quick, thinking. do all the ad reads. <laughs> <laughs> I think about the penalty kill, and I probably won't stop. And I know like, you don't get too hung up on special teams in general, but just that first power play goal against was so Ooh. avoidable. Well, and, and they all are. What, you, you know, the big concern for me on that power play goal is that's the stuff you were seeing at the end of last season 
when the abs said, you know what? We're just blowing this up and going back to a simple penalty kill. In April, when you said, I have some concerns. It was the funniest thing, but we're, we're at the start of a new season. So I don't know if I want to hear, I have some concerns. Oh, I have some concerns about that, that penalty kill right now. Too bad. Too bad. And, and, and look, on the whole... The penalty kill, I don't think, was that bad, and I they scored a shorthanded goal. Fixed. They killed a couple of. <laughs> they killed a couple of, of decent penalty kills in Agreed. this one. It's just it's when just, they when the guy. other team sets up in the zone. I don't know what goes on, but they're like, "Yo, let's just leave this guy that's in front of the net. We'll just let him be there by himself, and hopefully, the he doesn't get the puck." Well, and if you're gonna play that way, okay. I'm like, give you the benefit of the doubt that the system is, we just are always in the passing lanes, but the passing lane was the freeway to that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I just, yeah, I, you know, at a certain point, the conversation became last year, Hey, the guys you're utilizing on your PK aren't capable of playing the system you want them to. Are we there yet this year? Absolutely not. But seeing some of those same issues, there's like, okay, maybe we need to watch this a little bit more. Um, yeah, it, it is what it is. The penalty kill very much riding second to, I, I don't have any excuse for the abs for the start of that second period. Seattle came out and just outworked them like play better, be engaged. I don't know. Yeah, it was just bad all the way around. They were getting beat to the pucks left and right. Like, it it just was not good. It wasn't avalanche hockey that you're used to right. seeing where it's the speed that kills the other team. It was it was like the reverse Uno card got thrown on, down and the abs were just stuck in mud and the other, you know, the Kraken were just skating around them for the first part of that period. Yep. And, and for the entire last... 40 minutes. The abs had good stretches in, in the third period, but even you saw in the last 10 minutes of the third, Seattle just continued to outwork the abs for the yeah. most part. And yeah, is part of that. Maybe the back to backs played in their mind or something like that. And they're trying to save their legs. Maybe, I don't know, but yeah. Were they overlooking this game? Looking that yeah. Vegas is the one that they want to go after because of just like recent history and what has gone on with Vegas. I'm seeing a chemistry issue, and it's like, that feels really obvious. But talking with Bednar, I don't know if this was just incidental, but there was supposed to be a practice at 11, and then they didn't get on the ice until about noon, and we saw that there was a team meeting actually scheduled for 11. Could have been an honest mistake, but when we asked about the nature of the meeting and the focus of the meeting, there were some concerning themes about getting the team on the same page with expectation and it was suggested that they're not currently all on the same page that not everybody's on the same page with effort and I'm seeing that in a game like tonight where it just doesn't seem like everybody's on the same page and that some of it's chemistry based too like tonight I don't even know if I could say that the Avs just appear to have one line because tonight it didn't even really seem like there was one solid top line in place um but going into tonight, that was kind of the feeling. It's like they're a one-line team. They haven't figured out the bottom nine. And I'm seeing that 
even in their confidence in themselves. And, you know, I'm not hitting the panic button on the whole season. It's just <laughs> they really need to start working on the chemistry aspect of it. I don't know if they need to do a team building exercise or what trust falls. I don't know what the solution <laughs> is, but something's not clicking. And you don't give yourself the opportunity to make it click, at least in game situations. When you spot teams a two goal lead, yeah. no. you now you're under pressure and it's okay. They're going to roll the top guys and that's what they're going to do to try to get back into the game. That's how you end up with Dryden Hunt playing four minutes and 40 seconds or whatever it was tonight. <laughs> like you're, you're just not giving yourself the opportunity to work through some of those issues. And that's bad. Feels bad. <laughs> What feels good, though, is getting to watch the game <laughs> on Avaca TV. You can go to TV slash DNVR today to get TV for just 25 bucks a month. Super easy to set up. They send you a box. You plug it right into your television. You're watching it on TV. Blaze was telling me they're getting it because they're tired of jumping through all the hoops to, to get stuff on the TV. It's just a pain. Yeah, when I'm here, my wife wants to watch the abs, and she doesn't want to set up the VPN and figure out all the stuff that she's got to do to make it work. Yep. It's a mess. So instead, get a vodka, flip on altitude, you're good. And then when the game's over, flip on the DNVR channel and watch us or watch the Serbia documentary that's coming out at the end of next week, I believe, for the Nuggets. It's going to be pretty sick yep. from everything I've seen of it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Also brought to you by. Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get yourself some Breck Brew anywhere in the lower 48. Use the Breck Beer locator online at breckbrew.com. Also, just check out breckbrew.com. They have sick merch. Every every like couple months, someone slides into my DMs and is like, yo, where did you guys get that sick Breck Brew Avalanche hat? <laughs> I People love it. It's genuinely crazy. Breckbrew.com. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Wanted to to bring it back into the positive of this second line. Uh, how are we expecting this to get constructed going forward? With Landy out long term, seems like they've kind of stapled Newhook and Erod together. Do we see that functioning going forward? Do we see those two finding that chemistry that you've you just said? Hey, might be a little bit lacking right now. I don't have a good reason to abandon it in favor of something else. Um, just because I really did like what I saw in preseason of those two. And I know we're not in preseason anymore, but looking at the other options on the table too. I mean, unless we're looking at kind of some moving parts of a Lekanen or an Achushkin type. Sure. Be moved in there in some way. I could see the separation happening. Um, but, you know, it's not really anti Rodriguez do hook together by sure. any means it, if you're replacing a player with a better player you're replacing a player with a better <laughs> player i yeah. could be sold on some comp like i don't know maybe let arturi and miko play alongside new hook and see what happens two fins and a nova scotian yeah let it happen i don't know <laughs> i don't know how you'd come up with a nickname for that i was trying to think of one i couldn't get there. that one just rolled right off the top <laughs> no notes <laughs> Uh, Blaze, on your side, I, I guess my one concern with those two might be the physicality aspect of it. Do you think there's enough there to make it work, or is it too soft? 
I, I mean, you're in the top six. You don't need to have that physicality there, but you do need to be able to move the puck around and make yeah. stuff happen. I, I could see Bednar going to Oh, being... he's a newfie. My bad. Oh. My bad, chat. I said Nova Scotia. <laughs> I could see Bednar kind of mixing up that top six, though, to see if he can get something going out of them, especially... Like before tonight, the first line's been awesome, right? So it's exactly. like you're not going to touch that line while it's just firing like it has been. But if you get another game where it's what's happening tonight, it's happening again, I could see Bednar going in and saying, okay, let's switch around some of these top six pieces. Let's see if we can get something generated out of this by moving some guys around. I mean, you see it when stuff's not working. Yep. Bednar's, he doesn't shy away from moving people around. So, first line. Need to go to the film room or toss it in the garbage tonight? I say toss it in the garbage. The games I, leading up to yeah. this were actually wonderful for it's them. A one, it, it, as long as it doesn't continue, it's right. a one-off, right? Like, it, just a bad night. Everyone's allowed to have a bad night. Even your top line that you're paying Grandma. a lot of money to. Grandma's got a dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Can, yeah, yeah, you got to ban Grandma. We did you see? Yeah, yeah, not paying attention. Yeah, slacking. Hey, yo, go look at scroll up see, a little even, bit. And you'll see. Yeah, yeah, but, doesn't have. A, he's not on his game tonight. Like we're not gonna let him go. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot like my grandma. <laughs> Just in Spanish. Wow. Right? Okay. <laughs> she learned that word in English specifically, oh. and, and like. I know everybody likes to think that elite players are go out and do it every single night type guys. Every single team has nights where their elite players no show. And if you're doing that five games in a row, you're going, whoa, 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 hold on. But Miko and McKinnon are both in the top five in the league in scoring to start the year. Yep. And, you know, you have Val popping off on your second line, moonlighting on the first line too. So. Yep. And was great tonight, for the record. But do you like McKinnon and Miko disappearing? No. Are you concerned about it the second that game ended? No. Not yet. I'm concerned for the locker room. I'm sure McKinnon <laughs> went in there. And <laughs> they're smashing. Yeah. ACDC. Apparently, that's his favorite. Is that is that his loser song though? Or? I don't know. Yeah. Actually, it's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Got to figure out what his emo boy hour song is. <laughs> so yeah, do you want better? Yes. Are you expecting better? Absolutely. Tomorrow night, we'll see. I I, I don't know if we said this on the show or just before the show. Kale played twenty eight minutes tonight. McKinnon and the top guys played something like 22, 23. Like, legs are going to be a problem tomorrow. Yes. And again, this comes back to stop spotting teams two goal leads. It's bad for you. (laughs) Uh, Moving down through the rest of the lineup, though. Of the guys in the bottom six that actually got to play hockey, how did we feel? (laughs) On the one hand, you have LOC, who's part of that shorthanded goal. You have Cogliano out there doing things is how I would describe his hockey game. Did he do things? I did, were they impactful things? I don't know. But I didn't notice he did him at things. all tonight. Good, bad, middle. Do we consider that new hook, Erod? Uh, 
who else was on there? I, I'm calling that the a second line. Okay, I'm calling okay, that okay, the second okay, line okay. tonight. The new hook Erod Val, Val second geez. line. Yeah. Which, like, Lecky took shifts with them, too. It was a mess. But Confer, LOC, Cogliano are the three that really played a decent amount. I don't have a lot of positives. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And And it's kind of like we've talked a little bit about, too, the scoring depth was more spread out throughout Seattle's forward group, whereas in Colorado's line-by-line, it was just kind of like counting on the top line, and then everything else fell off, and that was what was observed tonight. And and that was the issue for me with it is, look, your top line's not on, okay, but the thing you can rely on usually for guys like certainly LOC and Confer is they're going to outwork their opponents. Right. And they just didn't tonight. So I don't know. I, whatever was said that meeting, I guess, didn't work. <laughs> There's going to be another meeting. <laughs> meeting I'm about the meeting. Sure of it. <laughs> meeting about the meeting. We've had several I'm, penalty kill meetings and just general team meetings. Is that... All right. This might be a crazy spin. Is it a good thing that they play tomorrow? Does them playing tomorrow allow them to just toss this in the bin and forget about it? No, I, it's not a good thing that they're playing. <laughs> Back-to-backs are just awful for everyone. I'm sorry. Like, I, I get, I you're get not where, wrong. I get, no, I get where you're coming from. Like, Get it out of the way. Get another game in. But like, when you're going against Vegas, who looks like they're starting to come alive a little bit, and you're coming off a game that's just as disappointing as what you had, and you're going to be a little bit tired, they're traveling as well. It's it's not good. It is not. It's not good. There's opportunity for someone like Dryden Hunt or Martin Kout who didn't see as much opportunity tonight for a clean slate and to attempt to make an impact. Yeah, um, it's true. They'll I have s- legs. I see. I see. Oppor- <laughs> I wanted. I didn't want to say it like that. It sounded mean. But there's they will have legs. But when he was Hunt, when Hunt was on the ice, it was bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't see that. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. I'm sorry. It was I'm He did not play well tonight, and he was only on the ice for five and a half Very minutes. Sheltered. Yeah. You know what? Coming in fresh off of what was potentially. I don't know if he said he came in at one thirty in the morning. I don't know if I saw that right. Even, I think, yeah. So I'm gonna give him some allowances okay. right. too. Right. He's entering app systems for the yeah. first time, and he's on very little sleep. So it, to me, it's like, all right, hopefully this is a good way to get some momentum going to carry into this, this Vegas game. Well, <laughs> that, that look says it all right there. <laughs> and look, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt too. coming into altitude. Fair. He, he gets through that first shift and it's probably going, Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Um, been beating around it a little bit. Thoughts on Pavel? I can't say that I liked the <laughs> the goal. Yeah. Uh, which one? No, <laughs> no. Honestly, like I, I actually thought he made some really important saves when the team in front of him let him down at points. It was just unfortunate. The one that went in is the Coleman. Am I saying his name right? Yeah. Uh, that was just kind of hard to make any sort of excuse for. But honestly, what did the final shot count end up being? It wasn't 40, uh, but it was probably it was close. Yeah. up there. He 
withstood a lot of pressure from Seattle's offense. Like, I, I actually didn't hate Pavel's game. That just that specific goal I'm talking about. 38 shots total. Wasn't great. For Seattle. Um, yeah. Blaze, do you have your thoughts? You go first. I'll, I'll wait. On Pavel? Yeah. I thought he played a pretty good game. I mean, again, like, this is why you see him as the backup, though, because those timely saves in the third period have to happen. That goal shouldn't have happened. If his stick was where it should have been on that play, that puck doesn't go in. McDermott played the player fine. Yeah, I mean, he Agreed. did his job. Yeah. On the whole, McDermott was fine tonight. Yeah. Like, better defenseman than EJ. Played way fewer minutes, but... But you can't... I mean, that's just an unexcusable goal. The Avs aren't having a good night. They crawl their way back into this game, and that's just the backbreaker right there. Yeah, it, and that's... The great saves he made are great. He deserves credit for them. Yep. And the game gets out of hand if he doesn't make them. But letting in a goal like that undoes all of that good work because now it doesn't mean anything. And you, that was that's kind of the difference between these two losses for Colorado, these last two losses. Georgiev did enough in that third period to get the abs an overtime point. And then, of course, overtime and the abs. We don't have to go into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Frankie lets in that goal, and it's a clean zero-point loss for the Avs in this game. And and yes, like that's not an excuse for the terrible play in front of him through the second period and parts of the third. But sometimes you need your goalie to bail you out and earn you some points. And he was doing that right up until he wasn't. <laughs> and that's the tough life of a goalie. Yep. So, I sucks to suck, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and, and again, every one of these issues are... Wow, they were not good in this game. Cool. Not worried about the next game that he plays. It's all good there. We are brought to you by Hassle Cattle Company. Uh, I don't have a beef joke. Sorry. Go get some Wagyu beef burgers. Uh, the Wagyu beef burgers, genuinely, though, delicious all the way around. Uh, highly recommend if you haven't had one. They're some of the best burgers ever. They also have their sausages, which we have at the Broncos tailgates. Uh, someone, who was it that like stuffed their face with them and was like, this is concerning because I can't stop eating these. <laughs> sure was, was it Jesse? Okay. Yeah. So check those out as well. Some of the best meat you can find out there. They ship it directly to your door. When you use code DNVR20 at hasslecattlecompany.com, you can get 20% off your order. So go check it out today and order yourself some delicious meats to go with your athletic greens. People eat steak and eggs in the mornings, right? That's a thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. There you go. Hassle and, uh, and athletic greens in the morning to go with your eggs. It's a perfect combination. Just one scoop in your cup of water every single morning. It's got 75 different vitamins and minerals in it. A bunch of probiotics, adaptogens. Really helps you out, gets you going, helps your immune system, boosts you up. A lot of athletes use it in their daily routines as just part of their workouts and things like that. So check it out today. Take control of your health. can definitely help you with flu season getting into full swing here. Um, <laughs> check it out at athleticgreens.com slash avalanche. And when you purchase, you get a year's supply of vitamin D to go with it, as well as five travel packs so you can take it with you. Man, the Nuggets are really popping off tonight. Yeah, It's crazy down there. 
third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I want to pull this back a little bit, and the answer might be there aren't any. But are there tangible things you can take from this game that you want the Avs to do better beyond try harder? (laughs) (laughs) Does skate harder? (laughs) Cheating. Cheating over there. She's thinking harder. You got to dig pretty deep. (laughs) Well, it's just... It's honestly nothing new. Like, you know, the hockey cliche, we just got to trust the process to play our game. Yeah. It feels like that is what the Avs need to do is just play the game because honestly, we normally see them apply the exact right amount of pressure in games like this. Sure. And usually that happens though later in the season and we see them expertly do that. And it's just, they haven't figured out the pressure balance because they've just started a new season. So I know they'll be able to figure that out uh, once they get their legs under them a little bit and play their game. And like, you can see the pieces of it, right? The Erod goal, the shorthanded goal in last year when they were in full swing, the shorthanded goal is switches flipped and they're dominating that team for the rest of the game. Exactly. Tonight it was shorthanded goal and back to doing nothing kind of. The so. execution is just off a little bit. Like you can, Agreed. you can yeah. tell that they're still trying to figure out where everyone's going to be on the ice, right? Like the passes are just in front of people or just behind people, or it's not being passed at the right time. So it's just a second off. Like you're seeing right. some of that stuff where you're like, oh man, if that was just, you know, if that pass was just right there. Like you said that all night. And when they figure that out and they start clicking, they're, you're not worried about the talent level that you have on this team right now. You're just worried about the execution of the game plan that's going on right now. That's, that's what I'm seeing from the apps right now. Yeah. And, and Megan, to your point, maybe what it is is a little bit of trust that the abs need, that their systems are going to work I agree. instead of focusing so much on the lack of chemistry or, or trying to make individual efforts. So, you're right. I like that. I think it is trust. Trusting each other. There you go. Forget the process. Trust each other. Trust falls. <laughs> trust, trust falls for everybody. Abs, we know what you're doing in your next meeting. We're ready. Just <laughs> listen to me. Uh, going through some other parts of this game, though, it, it, there's really not a ton for me on the defensive side that I'm super happy with beyond Bowen Byram. You had, at times, Sam Gerrard looked okay. Also, kind of at fault for the second goal. I mean, really, it's Fra- I'm a, that's on Frankie. For, that was a tough kind of chip. Yeah. Which, I, I, how do you guys feel about that, actually? Because I'm very much a Steve Dangle. Goalies should tend the goal. What's the alternative? <laughs> Playing pucks like madmen and ending up out of position, and then the pucks in the back of your net. Are you net. talking about the pass up the board? Yeah, there that, that, Im- that immediately to, results yeah. in the second it was goal. Supposed to be to cow, but like did not actually get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. thoughts. Head empty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine until it's not, right? It's fine until right. It's so fun until <laughs> that's like my life motto. Is it's fine until it's not. Well, I mean, like again, you like you've seen Frankie's body of work. I keep on talking about this. Like we saw him last year in the playoffs. We saw him against the Oilers. 
he knows what he's doing out there. You just have to kind of give it to him like this was an off game. This was just not a good game. I'm not going to tell him not to play the puck because that's an advantage when it's when it's clicking. Didn't yeah. click tonight, though. He already that's has for sure. an assist. He does have an assist this so, year. So, yeah. <laughs> look, and, and that yes. was fun. Live with the ups and downs a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Certainly more with him than with Georgiev. Georgiev can just stay in the net. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. I I can bring myself to live with it, I guess, if I have to. Barely. <laughs> uh, but I I do want to have some positives then the show as well. I don't want to understate how well Bo and Byron played. Yeah, uh, good Bow night. Giving him the king of the game. The only person who was even in competition with him was Val for me. Yeah. Not that Newhook didn't play great and all that, but the bow was on another level. Gets involved in both goals, plays almost 26 minutes on the top pairing. And you're seeing what life might be like without Devon Taves. And certainly at the top of that lineup, you're going, this ain't so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see about the bottom, but. Credit to Bo Byram all the way. Yeah, exactly. Bosexuals stand up. Kira, <laughs> uh, she had a Bo jersey on at the game. I think good luck. For there sure. you go. Math adds up. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> 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 Only if we had her her gif. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, uh, look, how important is tomorrow night? Is it doesn't matter. It's the second half of a back-to-back you expect to lose. Or is it, hey, we need to show up and, and show what we've got. Oh, I mean, this is hard because you're like, right now you're looking at it. It's the first stretch of a few games. The yeah. beginning of the season, right? You're like, this really doesn't matter. But I think like from the coaching staff, they're going to want to see some, some goddamn effort after that. <laughs> what you just saw, right? Like, Right. I'm sorry, like, that's not acceptable. Like, going against a team like the Kraken, and you know you have a back-to-back, like, that's a that's a game that you have to win. You have to win that game. So now, that second half game is the game that you have to win. You have to win just to save face. And I feel like complacency is something that if you let it creep into your team for too long it's hard to get back in out of that hole. And so I think it's an opportunity for them to start addressing some of these issues. If there is an issue with effort and a concern on what the standard is for this team, tomorrow night is a great way to challenge that and dig yourself out of this hole. Yeah. Well, and look, if you play a game tomorrow night where your second line shows up the way it did tonight and the top guys show up, that's a pretty hard team to beat, right? You Definitely. feel pretty good about where the Avalanche yeah. are if they're getting a normal night out of their top guys. So that's part of the reason I just don't have real concerns out of this game. Yeah, they need to play better, but I have complete confidence that they're going to play significantly better than what they showed on tonight. Oh, yeah. This is a team with Nathan McKinnon on it. Like, at the end of the day, it's hard to really start worrying. Yep. I don't, I'm sorry, you just can't lose to a team that has Jack Eichel on it. No, <laughs> you're that you're that big mad about Vegas, huh? 
I'm big mad about Jack Eichel. Not fair. I do not like him. <laughs> Sam, I am. Sam, I am. I do not like him at <laughs> Buffalo. I do not like him. <laughs> I do not like him with a broken back. I do not like him with a fixed back. <laughs> oh, I do not like him. That's surprisingly good. <laughs> I don't know how you made that one work. <laughs> I, I don't know. I We can keep this one short because I really don't think there's a lot to break down here. The, the abs issues are pretty obvious, and it shouldn't be that hard to fix them. Yeah. Do we want to move into final thoughts? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, final thoughts. Be better abs. <laughs> be like, better abs. Ex- okay. Everybody except for Here Bo, for be better. Hey, don't suck. <laughs> yeah, don't suck. Okay. Megan, she's she's sifting through something Eric, over there. Eric, I do there. not it's, like him on the Eagles Team game. USA. Oh, y'all, the Eagles game final thoughts. Let's end on a oh, positive Oh, yeah, note. let's talk Perfect. about that. Yeah. Anton Vleed, two-goal night. You know Jared Bednar just can't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen again, you guys. Who, who catches the boot, Megna or Kout? Magna. <laughs> Magna played like three and a half minutes. <laughs> I don't know what it really is, but it was not much. Final thoughts get good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, at least the Eagles are dope tonight. Yeah, it was yeah. a good game, 6-2, for those listening for at them. home. Easy dubs there. Now they can reverse rolls tomorrow, and the Eagles can get bopped. I'm actually nervous they're not usually good um, in their second night if they win the first, yeah. and I'm going to be there. So <laughs> You picked the wrong one. <laughs> I talked to Cronin this morning because I knew this might happen, <laughs> and I got what I needed, so I'll still be there, but it, it might be short. <laughs> well... Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Definitely. I guess that's the plan for tomorrow night as well for the Avs. <laughs> um, in the meantime, go enjoy whatever the end of this Nuggets game because oh, it sounds like they're having a blast down there. Yeah. Go blow off some steam. Stop worrying about this Avs loss. You know we'll be back for the next one, pregame, watch along, postgame tomorrow night. Tune in. Hopefully it's more fun than this game. <laughs> that's maybe the, the worst part of the, about this game is it was kind of boring. Uh, anyway, we're out of here. We appreciate all of y'all. We will talk to you on the next one.